Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. I am your host, Amy Ravel, and I have my beautiful co-host here. Her name is... Kirsty Ferugia. <laughs> Everybody gets a prize. Yes. It was a game show, wasn't it? <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's always a game show here at the other decluttering. <laughs> we now just I'm tempted come... to speak the whole time like oh, this. Oh, please, our listeners would love nothing more, Kirst. We just, sure come off we just come off recording with friends of ours for their podcast. And so we're already in the vibe. So nice we're able to jump straight into it cast yes we have oh yes a, we have in opposed to all the prep we usually do before. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah you would think that we would be organized enough to prep but no <laughs> all good wing it. um we just wanted to do a quick shout out at the beginning of this episode to every male who dared to click on the link welcome this is definitely not an episode that is just for women, though we're talking about women's products. We know that um, whether you're a dad or a husband or a boyfriend or a son, that you're probably going to know a bit about sanitary products, though you may not be able to declutter them. Sometimes it's nice just to know what's going on um, and maybe just to hear our dulcet tones in your ears. But you also, and you also might be the one shopping. So you might want, you might have control over how much actually comes into the house, which is sometimes the problem. (laughs) So listen away, our male friends, listen away. Yes, today we are talking about all things sanitary products. Yes. What is that? What's going to be your funky name for this episode? Oh. I think it's just going to be sanitary products. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably safest for I all of so our male listeners. I think so for everybody's sake. It's yes. probably that I'm just going to call it for what it is. Yeah. I'm not and going to try if, and get creative today. Yeah, because maybe some of our older listeners may not need to listen anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they may be able to listen and influence the other women in their lives. Yes. So yes. today we're talking about um, intentionalism when it comes to sanitary products. It's an area of great turnover, great um, usage all over the world. And so we just want to talk about what we've come across when we've helped clients declutter that area, um, some great charities that you can partner with if you do have access or to um, help those who don't have access to products like we do. Mm. So we've got tampons, we've got pads, we've got panty liners, we've got moddy body, menstrual cups, we've got period undies. What else? Um, Does Marina count as a (laughs) menstrual product? (laughs) We have contraception that can stop you from having your period. um, What about that? Um, I think that's everything, isn't it? That's everything we know about. In other parts of the world, though, 
there may be like there's re reusable pads um, oh yeah there is yes. you know, there's sorry there's reusable pads yeah but there's also like yeah undies like if we're gonna go you know we can go like depend like the um yeah incontinence yeah undies for men and women yeah um so yeah there's a whole whole area of things whole product aisles in our oh. shops um and online and, and things that we in our clients houses guess yeah <laughs> and it's not a topic that often gets spoken about it's not and it's not one that we're afraid to speak about so um i remember the first time that i helped someone declutter their sanitary products and they were i was going to say horrified that's totally not the word they were bashful um because they were like oh like i don't know that it's is it weird for someone else and i was like no because this is an area of high use it's an area that you want to access for some women once a month or whatever your cycle is. Um, but it is an area where you want to be intentional, but also have it organized so that you're not wasting product because we all know they're not cheap. None of it's cheap. And so if you've got three tampons at the bottom of every handbag you've ever owned and panty liners in every purse that you've ever owned, you're actually wasting a lot of money. Whereas they could be, if it's well organized, easily accessible, you might have a little pack that you can transfer from bags. Yeah, and when you when you know what you have, you can also make wise decisions about that. Like, for instance, we've gone into people's homes that um, use tampons before they had kids, and now tampons don't work for them, but they still have heaps of tampons. So, you know, that's a good when you know what you have, you can make wise decisions about yes. it. So, yeah, as a, as a direct example of that. Um, and I hope listeners don't mind that we'll share some of our personal experience with different products as well as generically client experiences. So if this is just too much for you, listen to next week's episode or do a throwback, go back and scroll through and find an area that's more appropriate for you. Um, I used to wear tampons and I remember once at Costco that had like the brand that I was using and there was a big bulk box and I was like, oh yeah, got that. And then had a marina put in and never needed them again and so then I was like texting my sisters like taking photos of like these 40 tampons that I was never going to use again and texting my sisters going does anybody want this box because I don't know what to do with it it's open so I can't donate it Mm -hmm. I I can't bring myself to just throw them all in the bin which eventually actually sadly was what I had to do because I couldn't find anyone that I could give it to yeah and that was therefore a waste even though I felt like I was saving money at the time actually shouldn't have bought in that bulk and amount um, because it was not foreseeable that I was going to use that say in the next six to 12 months or whatever it was. Yeah. Whereas I've got a client that has bought bulk and she's got really good reason why Mm -hmm. she's bought bulk. Um, And so, and when she explained to me again, her reasoning, then I was like, okay, that makes sense. You, you know, you should keep that much. Um, And so it's such a personal, you know, an intimate topic for Mm. some people. um, And, you know, everybody's experience is going to be different. So we are going to talk about the breadth of it. um, But, and so take what you need from it as from this conversation as well and learn the lessons that you might need to learn or the tips that you might need to, Mm. to, to implement. 
Um, I was with a client just last week and she had decided she was moving to um, the period undies. And so we were kind of going through those and sorting them with her and talking about kind of her regularity of washing them and how many did she actually need. And so we set up a drawer in her bedroom just for those undies separate to her normal undies. So she knew which ones to grab because she didn't like wearing them all the time. But what we also found as we were going through her bathroom was a whole lot of like panty liners and pads that she had purchased in the past and just hadn't been using. And again, they were out of their big plastic packet. They were obviously still wrapped and we were like discussing like, what do we do with it? And she went, oh, I've got a housemate. I'll just go and ask her if she would use them. And so we went and asked the housemate. She was like, oh, my gosh, I was literally going to go buy some. And so we were able to then pass them over. So by the fact of one client having changed product, it then, by her decluttering the product that was in the bathroom, it saved someone else going out and buying more. Um, Obviously, more ends up in landfill and all that type of thing. So once you change product, which, let's be honest, can happen a lot, you can have different flow, you can have a different cycle, you can have different activity levels and you want to try different products. But once you've decided one doesn't work for you, that's where we encourage you to pass that on or to get rid of it, whatever that declutter looks like for you Mm. so that you're not like hoarding up all the options that you've tried, even though you've kind of found your groove and you know what you want to go with. Yeah, and I think that that's where people can get trapped, not just in this area, but in every area of purchasing is you've spent good money on it. So I must keep it, Mm -hmm. even though it's not serving me anymore. So, you know, you might have bought a menstrual cup to see if that works for you, but the specific one didn't work for you. And so you had to move up a size or down a size or a different brand and but you've kept that one, even though you know it doesn't work for you. Yeah. Why are you keeping that one? Like not saying that you need to donate it to anybody, but <laughs> you can let it go so that you're making space in your bathroom or your handbag or wherever it is that you might yeah. keep it for the products that you are loving mm. and that you do use. So yeah. I've had a few clients curse who have tried exact the exact example that you gave mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. they've tried the menstrual cup and it hasn't worked for whatever reason, but they've really struggled to get rid of them because it's plastic or silicon straight into landfill. Yeah. It's not like you can donate, it's like you can sterilize it and give it to someone. Um, but I think then we would say if you're going to trial a product just buy one rather than buying the bulk pack of three or four. It's a great idea just to trial it, see if you like it, give it some time, and then you can go and invest in whatever um, you need in order to use that product going forward. Yes, that's exactly what I've just done. I've bought some um, period undies and, you know, they suck you in with their advertising about buying bulk packs and I'm like yeah but I don't even know if I'm getting the right size and this company offers you to buy one and trial it for free and you can send it back if you well not trial it for free you have to pay it pay for it but you can send it back if it's not the right size and doesn't work for you but only one yeah so you know if you buy a pack of three you're only allowed to send back one of them what did you do in the end well, I'm pretty <laughs> confident of my size and so I did I did end up buying the three. Yeah. Um other I really wanted to buy the seven pack, but I bought the three pack because they came in a combination. And so I was like, well, you know, I'll try the combination yeah. and see if any of them work for me. Just 
and just because it's an urgent issue for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a great idea. I think, you know, and you were intentional about it. You thought about the one, you thought about seven and you landed on the three. Like, I think that's exactly what we're saying. We're not saying there's a one only rule. No, <laughs> There's no. very much a, just be intentional about how you trial new products. Yeah. And that's why, you know, we are advocates of being good environmental stewards, you know, and so, mm-hmm. As much, and particularly, I think for Amy and I, well, I'll speak for myself, particularly because we know how much we are responsible in part, uh, responsible for sending to landfill because that's our job. Um, not, it's not our purchases, but we, um, you know, the, and it comes up in our Facebook community every time we do a post about um, before and afters and people see after photos of how many bags how many plastic bags they're using. People go, oh, my goodness, that's, you know, going to landfill and isn't there a better environmental practice that you could be implementing? And, yes, maybe there is. Um, But as we talk about all the time, um, um, efficiency trumps environmentalism for us sometimes. In the moment, Um, yeah. In the moment and with clients. And so for us, for me personally, it's I feel... a burden to be a good steward of our environment because I know my in my work sometimes that's not possible to do what I really want to do Mm -hmm. and for our clients to do what they really want to do because actually what's more important at the time is getting things out of their home and making it easy for us to get it out of their home like we can't take all of their clothes individually to our boot and then take all of their clothes individually to Vinnie's <laughs> or to Diabetes Australia. Like no, that wouldn't we be We need fit. a bag. Yeah, we need a bag. We And yeah. yeah, anyway, so I feel a great burden to be, do better for the environment, to do, to do what I can. Yeah, and this is an area that we have control of, but is such a personal decision. Some people will swear totally. by um, just using pads because that's what works for them. Oh, totally. One of the things we would encourage you to do is have a think about where you keep your sanitary products um, for yourself, whether that be in your bathroom, in your bedroom, in your handbag, in your work desk, is to keep like with like. So rather than having things spread out and in three or four drawers and some in the bathroom and, you know, your new packet somewhere else, is to keep them together so you can actually see what you have. And then there's nothing quite like, I love this feeling, of finishing a packet of something whether it's a packet of biscuits whether it's the washing liquid or whether it's some pads that you've bought and the packet's empty you feel like oh I actually used all of that and I didn't nothing went to waste um and so that's when you do like with like that enables you to fully see how much you actually have and then be wise in your purchasing as well yeah and if you do have um you know, if you do shop at Costco or you do bulk buy for this pro- these products and they don't all fit in your one space or, you know, yes, we'll get to how we can store it in our handbag separately. Yep. But say the bathroom right next to your toilet, as close to the toilet as possible. <laughs> if they don't all fit there, then make sure that you go wherever it is that you're storing it, say the laundry or a linen cupboard, um, make sure you go there and check there mm. first before you go shopping, before you think that you're running out 
make sure you go shopping in your secondary storage space first. Because what often yeah. happens, you know, is that you're out at the shops and you see something, you, you see the pads or the tampons or whatever on special and you're like, oh, but I can't think how many I've got, yes. so I'd better buy some. And that's the case for everything. Like, you know, anything in Coles and Woolies, <laughs> that's what we have the tendency to do. <laughs> well, I can't quite remember how many money. chickpeas I've got, <laughs> so I better buy another can of chickpeas, even though we only have chickpeas <laughs> once a year. <laughs> Oh, um, so or is that just me or just no, no I know it's not me because no, I see it in not. my clients all the time <laughs> so yeah just really encourage you to check that secondary storage if if that's what you do need normally being a little extra might be a bit much but not when it comes to healthcare. that's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs learn more at uh1.com yes how do you store sanitary products in your house um I well I use period undies so they're in my undies drawer and they are separated out like you had done with your client. So, and then I do have some other products and they're just in a little box in my bathroom. Yeah. And then I've got, you know, I've, I've got it coming looming at me very quickly that my daughter will be getting oh, them soon too. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Which is, we had, we had um, one of our friends talk about that in our Facebook community this week as well, because Last week we spoke, and it will be two weeks ago now, um, that we spoke about how many clothes kids need and we totally forgot about bras and we totally underestimated puberty girls needing undies. <laughs> so, um, yes, that is approaching me, whereas it's something that you never have to think about, my friend. No, not, not that I can foresee unless we end up fostering a young lady. That would be the only case. Or my niece comes to live with me. <laughs> Yeah. So the boys don't need to see any sanitary products in their bathroom because No, but my boys there. know exactly what's what. Um oh, yeah. it's something that I think is really important to talk about. They know what a tampon is, they know what a pad is, they know what a liner is, they know what a period under um I think I've mentioned on the podcast before I had suggested to my boys as they kind of started to go through puberty, why don't you keep a pad in your school bag for the case that any of your girlfriends at any point is stuck like how lovely would it be for you as a young man to say oh mum you know don't say you thought of it because that didn't happen just say oh mum put it in a bag and maybe you've got it in like a little pencil case or something in case this ever happened and they'll both like gawked at me like as if we're gonna do that mum <laughs> I, I am also idea. gawking at you yeah, because what they, if one of their mates found it yeah that was their equal thought they were like there yeah. is not a chance at all mum no sorry I think that that's something really lovely for them to do when they are dating, when they are an adult, maybe. Yes, (laughs) because their mates aren't necessarily. (laughs) Yeah, I'm more like, and girls aren't necessarily going to be saying to their boyfriends, like mates, "Hey, I've run out. Do you have a? Do you have have one for me that I could borrow?" (laughs) But I was surprised when I hopped on um, one of the Period Undies websites just how much male incontinence products they they were stocking as well. Yeah, I saw that when I was looking um, this week into what episode we were going to do, and I had a look at that. I'm like, "Oh, there's a lot." 
Um, can I say what I do though, even though my boys were not inclined to keep a pad in their bags, just in case <laughs> I keep one in my car and one in my handbag, even though I don't use them for that time where a girlfriend might say, oh my gosh, or one of my staff might say, oh, I'm a bit caught out. Um, so yeah, even so maybe for some women, if you're going through menopause, if you're a bit older than us, or even I suppose women go through menopause at our age as well, maybe not early forties, but whatever, if you don't need the products for whatever reason, sometimes it can be nice just to keep one available for those around you. Yeah. And I think that that's what women do naturally, don't we? Yeah. We, we know what it's like to be caught out. And so we stockpile just in case. Yes. We lost the just in case, <laughs> which is so ironic that we're saying that because most of the time we say don't do anything just in case. Like, <laughs> And the reality is if you don't have something for your friends, if you're not, you know, if you don't need them, if you've gone through early menopause or you've gone through menopause or if you're, you know, for whatever, if you've had a hysterectomy or there's many yeah. reasons why you may not, need any of the sanitary products for any reason um don't necessarily have to have one just in case for your friend they can always go to the shops i have noticed though a lot more as we tend to leave the house without handbags we tend to just leave with our wallet or our phone is there is that higher risk of being caught out which is why i keep um just a pad in it's actually in my first aid kit in the car because i also figured if someone like has an open gashing wound that's a great like it's probably not um sterile but it's pretty close no you can wash it out with you can sterilize the wound afterwards correct yeah (laughs) yeah first aid amy is going to be covering you you know like that ad where that guy puts like all the pads and he's like being a superman flying around (laughs) i think maybe if you're ever i've ever caught in an accident and i turn up i may do that to you I hope you don't do it with them stuck to your arms, though. No, I'm going to do that to the person. Oh, yes. I'm going to use them as wound care. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And that's why probably why, you know, period undies are a really good idea because Mm. you you can, if they they work for you. A lot of um, my clients that have disabilities use them. So for them, they've pretty much eliminated the use of single-use sanitary products and even of tricky-to-use sanitary products like a menstrual cup um, and have really just gone to the period undies. And so we've really shifted around what a bathroom might look like. Like we actually keep some undies in the bathroom for them rather than all of the undies in the bedroom because that's really what they're scheduled. So for my family, as like you, we have a little container in our bathroom cupboard in our ensuite and that's got any sanitary products that I need in there. But if all you're using is period undies, then that's where you'd put your period undies. So you can just grab them while you're at the toilet and you don't have to have remembered to take them with you. Yeah. And what have you thought about stocking some um, products in the kids' bathroom for when girls do come over? No, I have not. Or when they start having girlfriends, you might need to think about having some products in the other bathroom i really love that idea actually i think we're a while off my boys getting girlfriends let's be honest they're scared of girls at the moment but 
I quite like that idea. Obviously, I have a daughter, so she will need those products. But also, yeah, just having them in a basket, a you know, a littered basket or something, so that they're not on display for everybody to see all the time, but they're accessible for, um, you know, if my daughter needs them or if any of her friends need them, That's or lovely. when Oliver's old enough to have a girlfriend come into our house and not just be somebody at school. Yeah. <laughs> um, I quite like the in our bathroom. We've got sorry in our toilet we've got a wall hung toilet paper holder. So it's this really nice white and it's got a shelf on top. So I'm actually. It's an Ikea shoe box. Yes, yes, yes. That we use for our toilet paper. Um, But I can picture just sitting on that little shelf, even just a glass jar with a few things in it that says help yourself or something like that. Yeah. Great. Thanks, Kirst. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, What about handbags? I want to know what, what have you worked with clients? Because One of the things we do as professional organisers is when we're going through handbags, old handbags to declutter or handbags that we want to store away, we go through and take everything out of them. And there's always sanitary products and there's always a couple of pens and there's always a dead Mentos. And that's just the rule of dead handbags. (laughs) And they all end up just rustling around, rattling around in the bottom even. What do you recommend? I've actually learned from you, um, I don't do this, but I do say encourage other people to do it sometimes um, because this is what you do, so I'm stealing your thunder, yeah. is have a little um, bag. <laughs> now like I can't a little purse. Talk. Like a little purse. Like a coin um, purse type thing. Yeah, a coin purse or, you know, uh, makeup brushes mm-hmm. size purse. Um, or little bag inside the handbag that all those products can fit in. I love bags with zippers and pockets. And so that's where I always put sanitary items that are in the side pockets or. Yeah. I love that you think that's what I do. I actually don't, but I know what you're thinking of. I've got a medication. (laughs) You've got medication. Yes. (laughs) But I call that, you know how on in a handbag, like you said, there's that inside pocket with the zip, like inside a man's jacket, that's inside the handbag. I I call that the tampon pocket (laughs) (laughs) because that's the perfect spot for them. So Um, it totally depends too on like whether you're at a desk for work, how comfortable you feel taking a product out of your handbag, holding it in your hand and walking to the bathroom or whether you prefer to have a little pouch. Um, it, it's so I'm not, I'm just a hold it in my hand type of person, but I think that possibly comes with age and not being like, it's nothing to be ashamed of, but I remember I work at a desk anymore. No, but when I did, yeah. <laughs> um, it'd be a bit weird if now for me to walk from my desk through my kitchen to my bathroom, I had to have a little purse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but I remember when I was younger, I would have products in a little pursy thing and I would just take that to the bathroom um, in, a, yeah. in an office block. So sometimes that can be helpful to just have that if you're out and you just want to grab that and go to, or if you're at a friend's house, rather than picking up your handbag and taking it to the bathroom, you can just pick up that little purse and take it. Yeah, and that would be the case for period undies or... Of course, or even mint. Yeah, I don't know how all that works because I don't use those products. I guess you would need somewhere to put it in if you weren't going to, like a menstrual cup, you could reuse it there and then. Um, but yes. period undies, you'd have to put them in a, a, a waterproof bag for yeah. washing at a later stage. Yeah, you're not going to be at your friend's house using their washing machine. Probably not. No, just walking around, no pants. Just don't, don't mind me. Just waiting for the wash cycle to finish. 
<laughs> Such a wrong Ooh. visual. Yeah. Sorry, peeps. It's like Amy going to the door in her towel all over again. I <laughs> oh, love it. <laughs> yes, we have an organisation that we totally love called Share the Dignity. Let's talk to listeners about what they can do with products that they have purchased and they are still sealed, but they're not going to use them. What can they do with them? Well, you can send them to share their dignity or they do drives in March and August every year. And the boxes are, they're pink colored boxes and they're in Woolies and in councils and lots of places around. So hop on sharethedignity.org.au and you can find um, drop-off centres there. And if you have Amy or I or any of our staff members come into your home, then you can give them to us because we also do a collection for Share the Dignity each year as well. We also want you to listen to the bonus episode that we are dropping on Thursday because we have sat and had an amazing conversation with Rochelle, the CEO of Share the Dignity, and she shares some amazing stories where your donations are going, how they're life-changing to women and girls who are in need. So once you finish listening to this episode, make sure that you make time on Thursday or go ahead now if you're listening in the future and listen to that episode and take action on it because this is so important and it is something that we can do as everyday Australians. And as Kirst is in that episode, if you're overseas and you can't donate a bag, either you can jump onto their website and make a donation so they can purchase items on your behalf or have a look in your city and see if there are other organisations doing a similar thing. Yeah. Let's end period poverty for every woman and girl across the world. Amen, sister. (laughs) I'll keep preaching it. We'll keep preaching it. (laughs) I'm really glad we tackled sanitary products as an episode in and of itself. I think that it'll really help people. And if you want to send us some ideas of how you keep your sanitary products, snap a photo, come over to our Facebook community um, and share in there. It's a safe place, a private group, so only those who request entry can come in. Um, yeah, it's a great way to give us some different ideas of how you might do it. So we're going to share a review. I love this review. It's titled, My Name is Jane, <laughs> and it's a five-star review. I have been loving your podcast. went back and started from the beginning. I've learned something from every episode, even the ones I didn't think were relevant to me. I've been practicing, don't put it down, put it away, and it's helping. We're just downsized and we managed to discard a lot of stuff. We have way more to go. I think the deep dive is next before we move into our apartment with not much storage. Thank you, girls. You're an inspiration. Thank you, Jane. Oh, I just, I love that our, there's so many reviews coming in at the moment. Um, Should I read another one? Well, I know. I want you to tell us who needs to do a review this week because last week it was Pilates. Yes. What's this week? This week I've had a request actually, so I'm just going to go grab it. One of our listeners said she wanted to leave a review, but she needed a little bit of motivation. So I'm just going back. Okay, so today's review is for people who drive a red car. Lauren, Lauren, that's you. (laughs) (laughs) 
So <laughs> if you drive a red car, we would love you to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts, or just come over to our Facebook page and leave it there. Um, rating and reviewing our show really helps us to reach new people, which enables us to spread the news about decluttering. So if you drive a red car, this is your week. This is your week, people. And even if you don't re- drive a red car, you're still allowed to leave a review. <laughs> yes, because someone named Jess left a review this week as well. And her name's not Jane, but she still was able to do that. <laughs> I love, love that. My name is Jane. She oh, was inspired by it's our the best. Out. I love that so that was cool. her title of the review. <laughs> yeah. So cool. <laughs> So lovelyly random from Amy's uh, random brain. <laughs> yes, yes. So red car people, leave us a review. They really do help um, and we're really grateful for them. Yeah, and you get to hear your review read out. You sure do. So we will see you next week. We don't know what we're talking about yet, <laughs> as is as is our want at the moment. We're just winging it every, each and every week. We come yep. up with an idea. It's often inspired by conversations within the Facebook group. Um, And so we are loving this um, agility that we have at the moment by not recording in studio to be responsive to what's happening in the Facebook group. And I, funnily enough, what has been happening the last couple of weeks is there's been conversations in the Facebook group that are related to the next week's episode that we've already recorded so good isn't it so it sounds it makes it look like we've been very responsive but we haven't we recorded it beforehand and you guys (laughs) are being responsive to what we've already put out into the world you just haven't heard it yet (laughs) it's so good it's so good well hopefully there's heaps of information that you needed in this episode and i'm looking forward to what next week's episode will be (laughs) (laughs) we'll see you next week bye see you then bye thanks for joining us if you've learned something awesome today we'd love you to leave us a review on itunes or facebook so others can find our podcast too don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website artofdecluttering.com.au so if there's anything you want more info on check it out there If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash the art of decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom.